Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 11, An Unexpected Surprise The shoebox was filled with excited voices when Mrs. Shoe came through the doorway. Usually the kids stopped to say hello, but this morning they didn't even notice her. They were too busy listening to what Chris and Maria were saying. Mrs. Shue stood for a moment and then cleared her throat to get their attention. It didn't work. Finally, she walked over to the light switch and flipped it off. Hey, what's going on? Sammy exclaimed. Did the power go off? Willie asked. What happened to the lights? Jenny asked. I turned them off, exclaimed Mrs. Shue, and now that I have your attention, I'll wish you a good morning and then turn the lights back on. Mrs. Shue paused until the room was quiet. Good morning, she said with a smile. Then she switched on the lights and asked, So what's all the excitement about? Chris and Maria were telling us about their vacation to the beach, said Jenny. They found this old graveyard up on a sand dune. And Chris almost killed himself in a lighthouse, added Sammy, but this guy rescued him just in time. And we helped the same guy solve a mystery about his great-grandfather, Maria said. They figured out a bunch of clues that finally led them to the old lighthouse, Willie said. That's where they found a hidden treasure. That does sound exciting, Mrs. Shue said. So what was the mystery? Chris and Maria looked at each other. Go ahead, Chris, Maria said. You tell it. Chris began. Charles Perkins, that's John's great-grandfather, was always getting into trouble. He just wouldn't listen to his parents. He didn't trust what they told him to do or not to do. One day there was a big change, Chris continued. No one knew why until Maria and I found where he'd hidden the secret. He wrote about it in his diary, Maria said, but he'd torn those pages out and hidden them with some other stuff in a secret place by the lighthouse. When we found those pages, the mystery was solved, Chris explained. Then he told Mrs. Shue what Charles had written in the diary. Maria finished the story. It changed his life. I can see why, Mrs. Shue said. That's quite a story, and it fits right in with our lesson this week. She turned and wrote T-R-U-S-T in big letters on the whiteboard. Sometimes it's hard to trust what our parents say, she added. We want to find out for ourselves if what they say is right or wrong. Why can that be a problem? Willie raised his hand. Yes, Willie? If my dad tells me not to go down a sidewalk by myself in my chair because it's too steep, I need to trust him, said Willie. If I don't, I might get hurt, even though some hills look like they'd be fun to coast down. Jenny spoke next. I love cats. I'd like to pet every cat I see, but my mom tells me not to because they might scratch or bite me or be sick. Sometimes it's hard not to when I see a cute kitten, but I need to trust what my mom says. Chris sat there for a moment and then finally raised his hand. I almost hurt myself really bad in the lighthouse because I didn't trust what my dad said about old buildings being dangerous. And then I almost got knocked into the ocean by a wave because I didn't trust a warning sign, Chris said. It's something I need to work on. And you're not the only one, Chris, said Mrs. Shue. The Bible is filled with stories of people who had to learn to trust their parents. But because they did, they also learned to trust God. Look at Noah's sons. They grew up watching their father build a giant boat far, far away from water because God told him to. When they were older, they helped him build the ark. They sure needed to trust both their father and God. She continued, And how about Isaac and Abraham up on the mountaintop with no animal for a sacrifice? That took a lot of trust for both of them. And I could tell you more stories, but I'd like you to come up with some. 
She smiled at her class. I'll divide you into two teams. Let's see how many Bible characters that had to learn to trust you can find in eight minutes. You may use your Bibles. The sound of rustling pages and low murmurs filled the room. When the time was up, Mrs. Shu asked each team to share what they had found. Soon, the whiteboard was filled with Bible names. Maria raised her hand. God must have known that a lot of people would have trouble with trusting because there sure are a lot of those stories in the Bible. Mrs. Shu agreed. Yes, there are, Maria. Aren't you glad that God put them there to help us today? After Sabbath school, Willie came over to where Chris was standing in the hallway. What else was in the treasure box? Willie asked. Was there any gold? Chris smiled. There wasn't any gold, but there were some old coins. The man gave Maria and me one for helping him. Really? asked Willie. Can I see it? It's at home, said Chris, but next time you come over, we'll look at it. Mrs. Shue walked up. Did I hear someone talking about old coins? Chris nodded. I was telling Willie about the coin the man gave us for helping him solve the mystery. Do you know what kind of coin it is? asked Mrs. Shue. Well, Chris answered, I think it's a silver dollar. Mrs. Shue's eyebrows went up. Really? I'd like to see it. My husband and I collect old coins as a hobby. We'll be home tomorrow, Chris said. Maybe you could stop by. Mrs. Shue smiled. I think we'll try to do that. I'll be sure to call your mother before we come. The next afternoon, Mr. and Mrs. Shue were in the Vargas's living room looking at the old coin. After Mr. Shue studied both sides of the coin, he began looking through his book about old coins. Finally, he looked up. Well, Chris and Maria, it looks like you have an 1859 Liberty seated dollar. It's in really good condition, too. Do you have any idea what it might be worth? Chris laughed. Well, we know it's worth at least a dollar. It was back in 1859, said Mr. Shue. Today, it's worth a little bit more. Really? Maria asked. How much more? Mr. Shue smiled. According to my coin guide, it's worth about $500. Chris and Maria stared until their eyes almost popped out. Maria finally said, Wow, that's a lot of money. For a minute, Chris didn't say anything. Then he got a big grin on his face. Hey, Dad, where are we going on vacation again? Maybe Maria and I can solve another mystery and earn some more money. I'm not sure when or where we'll be going, his dad answered. But treasure or not, I know you'll have fun. He grinned at Chris. Just trust me. Chris grinned back. I will, Dad. I will. The story you've heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 12, Mystery of the Abandoned Lighthouse, written by Suzanne Grant Purdue and Grant Purdue, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.